Hey legends, I hope you're all keeping well. This is Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. We're doing season two once more of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with a little episode which was a lot more enjoyable than I was expecting it to be. This is entitled Bewitched, Bollard and Bewildered. Let's get into it. Alright guys, so in this episode it is coming up on Valentine's Day and uh, Xander is the main focus of this episode and uh, during a patrol through the cemetery at the beginning of the episode Xander shows Buffy a silver necklace he intends to give Cordelia the following night for Valentine's Day Um, the next day at school Xander witnesses Amy Madison using magic to avoid a homework assignment and if you remember uh, the season one episode entitled Witch of Memory Serves the main villain of that episode was Amy's mother so this is raising alarm bells for Xander uh, knowing what happened with her mother in that episode so you're expecting her to be the big bad in this episode and uh Uh, it's not so much a case she does use a magic spell it causes a lot of trouble in this episode but she doesn't become the big bad villain you're expecting in the episode Um, soon after Giles runs into Jenny Callender however their relationship remains frosty after the whole uh, thing with Angel turning bad and her knowing the whole backstory situation this is a very uh, sketchy moment for them uh, Buffy is still very cold towards Miss Calendar and you know Giles been Buffy's watcher is more on Buffy's side even though he's got insanely strong feelings for Miss Calendar he's going to back Buffy up 100% of the way Giles uh, deciding to take Buffy uh, oh, sorry Giles deciding to talk to Buffy the one this part of the episode is more important than making amends with Jenny Giles warns Buffy that Angelus becomes particularly vicious around Valentine's Day and suggests she stays indoors the following nights uh, meanwhile Cordelia is insulted by Harmony and the Cordettes as they're known her friend circle uh, revealing to Cordelia that her relationship with Xander is not a secret uh, she once fought and um, she Cordelia is starting to get the cold shoulder from her close friend circle in this episode because she is essentially dating a dark nobody wants that in high school it's the, the whole cool gang that she was part of and this is a real stab in the back for them <laughs> so that night at the bronze there's a, a dance happening Halloween night Halloween night Valentine's Day night and uh, Xander gives the necklace to Cordelia but uh, after accepting it from him she breaks up with him under pressure from her friends Xander's heartbroken and the next day he finds Amy and blackmails her into casting the love spell upon Cordelia so he can take revenge by breaking up with her however as he intended to use the spell for revenge rather than true purpose the magic goes wrong with Cordelia becoming the only female not to be affected by the spell uh, 
protected by her necklace, essentially. Um, the necklace is part of the magic spell. Um, there's a nice little moment in this episode whenever Xander approaches Cordelia and asks for the necklace back. And she's acting all super cool sort of a thing. And uh, he's asking for it back. You know, she's like, but I thought it was a gift. And he's like, yeah, well, it was a gift last night, but today it's nothing but scrap metal. And Cordelia says, you know, it's, it's in my locker. But uh, Xander's like, I can wait. So as he stands off to the side, she goes to her locker, opens up the door. And we see like a camera angle from inside the locker out towards her. And she comes in close so that Xander doesn't see what she's doing. So he thinks she's in there, somebody lifting the, the necklace out of the locker. She's actually hiding herself taking the necklace off she's actually wearing it at this point so you know Cordelia actually has more feelings for Xander than anybody really knows uh, the following day after the spells cast Xander is shocked to find Cordelia repels his advances you know she's hurt that he asked for the the necklace back and he retreats to the library Buffy makes it clear that she is attracted to Xander but Amy interrupts him, tells Xander she believes the spell went wrong, and she begins to act similarly to Buffy. So Xander rushes home and finds Willow in his bed waiting for him where she attempts to seduce him. So this leads into, you know, the bulk of the episode where uh, every female, not just in the school, but anywhere Xander goes, are trying to seduce him. Uh, the following day, all the girls from Ideal High are obsessively start following Xander around the corridors um, Harmony criticises a shocked Cordelia for breaking up with Xander Xander seeks help from Giles who appeals <laughs> who is appalled by Xander's foolishness Giles goes looking for Amy so that she can reverse the spell while Xander barricades himself in the library uh, which is another funny moment in the episode like he pulls this stack of uh, drawers across the library and tries to barricade the door with it but the doors to the library open outwards not just inwards so you know uh, he thinks he's safe and uh, Buffy gets in and attempts to seduce, seduce a reluctant Xander Amy also arrives and becomes jealous of Buffy ultimately casting a spell that changes Buffy into a rat an angry Giles orders Xander to go home while he attempts to make Amy reverse the spell. 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 God almighty, what's wrong with my words tonight? Oz turns up in the library. and Again, as I said in the last review, it didn't Buffy the Vampire there. Zaws. What the heck is going on with my words tonight? Oz is a super cool, laid-back character in this series. It never lets anything bother him too much. But he turns up in the library at one point in this episode and he punches Xander to the floor. And uh, he's like, I was up all night listening to Willow crying down the phone. That may be you. And I was left with an uncontrollable need to hit you. So now that he's done that there, he goes back to his super cool, laid-back ways and actually puts his hand down in friendship and lifts Xander back up off the floor. That's what I like about just go off on a little tangent for a few seconds. It was crazy 
back in the 90s compared to now people get super obsessed and you know uh, you know if someone does someone wrong we we tend to hold grudges a lot now recently I found out some news about a close friend of mine and it's just such a backstabbing thing that happened that literally I'm just finished with him at this point and you know I took him and a crap load of uh, you know mutual friends off social media and whatnot it's just my social media for about five years now has just been uh, a place where people were just there to watch check out everybody else was doing and there's a lot of backstabbing chat this that and the other and just over the last five or six years like a lot of people have been taken out of it and done a lot of that last night again but that's these days uh, back in the early 90s there was not so much social media and whatnot we were all just you know there was no smartphones the world was a smaller place and if something happened between friends back then we would have walked up to each other in the street you know, thrown a punch, had each other, kicked seven shades of shit out of each other and then uh, go for a drink after it and that was it. Problem sorted, done and dusted, everything fine and well. And that's kind of what happens with Oz's character in this episode. So, uh, <clears throat> to get back to the episode, an angry Giles tells Xander to go home. He attempts to get Amy to reverse the spell and Oz goes looking for the rat form of Buffy who's gone down into the the boiler room of the high school. As Xander's leaving the school he finds the spell is becoming stronger and more uncontrollable and a lot of the girls have actually, the cordettes have turned on Cordelia at this point and they're actually like holding her down, pulling her hair and stuff because you know, you know how the heck could you let an angel like Xander get away you're cold hearted and they're ready for pretty much killing her at this point he saves Cordelia from an attack by Harmony and the girls Xander and Cordelia seek shelter at Buffy's home locking Joyce out when she too falls under the spell while in Buffy's room Xander is <laughs> they think that they're safe they go up to Buffy's bedroom to hide and Xander's like it's okay we're safe now they can't get us here and at that point angel turns up pops in through the window of course he's evil now but he still has the invite to buffy's home so he can get in through the window and he's like no it works in fairy and he drags xander out the window uh, who intends to kill him to upset buffy xander is saved by an infatuated drusilla at this point she turns up she's also under the spell and she's uh, getting ready to offer eternal life to Xander and you know I'd kill you he can become a vampire I love you forever this sort of thing but just as her Cordelia Cord- Cordelia God almighty but just as Drusilla is about to turn Xander into a vampire a group of girls from the school arrive and accidentally save him from Drusilla and uh you attack him that just gets to a random point at this episode there's just so much happening on screen at the one time uh, then Cordelia saves Xander from the girls and Xander barricades himself in the basement with Cordelia who is touched to learn that Xander performed the spell for her 
Uh, the love crazed mob breaks through the door and attacks Xander and Cordelia just as Giles and Amy manage to lift the spell. Buffy regains her human form and the mob disperse. Uncertain of why they were in there in the first place, uh, <laughs> Xander or Cordelia offers the the explanation. You know, it was a, the best treasure hunt ever sort of a thing. It's just a random forced idea to come to her head but you know, people seem to accept it and that's the end of it and the next day Buffy and Xander talk about the events and decide it could be worse Cordelia comes by with her friends and they start making fun of Xander just as usual and Xander walks away head down, back to the old you new know, jab sort of thing uh, Cordelia sudden, suddenly snaps and tells her friends that she's way cooler than any of them because she makes up her own mind about what she wants and she dates whoever the hell she wants she then catches up to Xander and they walk away together holding hands and she's sort of freaking out at this point because you know what the heck have I done my friends aren't going to talk to me again and Xander's like of course they're going to talk to you again but if it helps uh, any time we're together and they're about we can argue a lot so there's a nice little tender moment between the two of them at the end of the episode this one here was absolutely brilliant uh that whole sequence with angelus and drusilla outside buffy's house and she saves xander from angelus and uh angelus is saying you know obviously I, I drove you more mad than i thought i did sort of thing and he skulks off behind a tree uh when xander gets saved by cordelia and they run into the house drusilla now part of the gang underneath the spell she tries to enter the house but of course she hasn't got the invite so she gets trapped at the threshold and can't get through the door and Angelus is there to rub it in a little bit whenever she realises what's happened he's like oh sorry Drew you haven't got the invite um it's a great great little episode uh originally aired February 10 1998 so it did come out around Valentine's Day, uh, written by Martin Nixon and directed by James A. Contner. Um, it's a very, very good sort of semi standalone episode. Like we don't get a bigger uh, look at the entire picture of the the whole series at this point, but uh, it's it was a genuinely nice little piece of comic relief from the overall seriousness of the, the season two of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and you know and um I genuinely do enjoy these sorts of shows and you know I know some people have kinda questioned uh you know you're doing a horror podcast, why the heck would you do Buffy the Vampire Slayer? It's an you know, some people don't recognise it as horror, but it's like a mainstream horror sort of a thing. This was uh, before Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, television horror wasn't really so much a big thing, you know, and like the vampires and werewolves and all that sort of thing. There's a few shows kind of touched on it, to, to the best of my knowledge. I could just be talking out of my ass at this point, you know, there could have been a lot of shows that like, you did have, like, you know, the Outer Limits and uh, the Twilight Zone and that sort of thing but you know this here 
for Northern Ireland where I love that you know this was the first time that I can personally remember that a, a show that dealt with that sort of thing was on at a reasonably early hour you know it used to be that sort of thing you wouldn't have seen on television at least 9pm at night and over here they were airing it at about 6pm 7pm so you know it was fairly fairly mainstream for the sort of stuff that they covered and the episodes but fantastic fantastic episode i really did enjoy this one if you've never seen it definitely go check it out this has been a production of coins edge media thank you so much for listening